that was part of it. The straw was obviously too small. Yo, and welcome to High Jinx, the place where we jump twice and measure once. I am Joe, one of four people involved in today's particular show, joined today by Eric. I won't be fielding any more questions about USC football for the remainder of the calendar year. <laughs> Ezra. Just back from West Texas. So, And our man Curtis is back in the flesh, digitally. <laughs> Curtis, yeah, guys. what's going on? How you doing? Oh, man, been traveling a lot for work because uh, they told me to, and I do not enjoy being homeless. <laughs> <laughs> any any highlights? Uh, I was uh, also... Ta- Tahoe. Lovely. Okay, back to Tahoe. Of course, we had our famous bear party, as we're calling it. It was a football <laughs> draft party featuring a live bear uh, last last year. We've recounted that on the pod before. But yes, the official uh, Suckers and Chumps Football League uh, had uh, had our draft last year in Tahoe. So you were back on the scene. Did you? Did so you we actually, um, <laughs> we, went, we went on a hike, right? And Tahoe is pretty high up there. It's uh, in the mountains. Yeah. And uh, I, I was know promised know anything about elevation. <laughs> I was Tahoe. promised a slight incline on this hike. It was not a slight incline. My fat ass was dying. <laughs> oh, were you were you kind of almost perpendicular? You know, where you're you're like at a you're at that ninety degree angle. You're walking. Your, your whole body is leaning forward, but not. I may down. have not been perpendicular, but I was purple. Ooh, Ooh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, now it was a it was a two point two mile hike, and it was about seventeen hundred feet in elevation change. Uh, so, quite quite uh, an undertaking for my old, uh, tired, out of shape. Um, okay, were you wearing jeans? I was wearing jeans. <laughs> okay, uh, I could smell it. I could smell it because yeah. that's the I underestimated this hike. I know very quickly that I did that because while these jeans do have a little breathing room, they were not designed for athletic events. Well, I'll give you the other mistake I made on this hike. I wore a pair of shoes for the first time. Oh, oh. nothing like breaking in a brand new pair. <laughs> Over and a bunch I of realized that mistake well before I realized that it wasn't a slight <laughs> incline. Ooh. How many blisters? Uh, <laughs> did we end up with here uh, well just just a rock solid two big ones all right <laughs> yeah. en- enough to enough to make all 2.2 of those miles real legit right that's right uh, did you were you like screw it i'm gonna just roll down <laughs> <laughs> no but uh so this this particular trail um has been having some rock slides apparently because there's lots of uh that chicken wire stuff they use in this just you could tell there's been a lot of work on it. And while we were walking down this fairly narrow trail, a uh, utility, like a truck, like a work truck that works for the park or whatever we were, the wildlife preserve, uh, comes rolling up the hill. And the, the, you know, with the switchbacks and how steep it was, we basically had to hug the side of the trail to let this truck roll past us. That's mm-hmm. how narrow it was. So, and all I could think was we could have drove up here. <laughs> wait they let cars up here this whole time that's right why would we be walking humans weren't built for walking we were meant for sitting that's why we invented atvs yeah i sit at a desk for a living come on now uh well that's a great travel story i'll say i'm glad you made it glad you i'm made alive it. glad you made it down uh my voice is 
feeling wrecked right now because I I traveled four. I had airplane flights on four of six days. Ooh. So I had a flight on Tuesday, flight on Wednesday, flight on Thursday. That's three in a row for those counting. And then a flight on Sunday. So I was uh, up in the air and back. I know this is the Ezra lifestyle. This is the patented Ezra lifestyle, right? Your this yeah. your former life, I guess. Yeah, the home the homeless commute. But I, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and then I so I was at a conference, and these conferences, uh, you know, they're they're great. But I was in D.C. I saw no, nothing, no parts of D.C. The only sites I saw, you know, were like my my buddies, my friends, close. You know, it was, it was that was great. That was all I needed. I did step out by the ocean water for a picture and a coffee <laughs> so i was yeah i think i did the thing but you have these you're having these one minute conversations with everyone and it's loud as all get out in the lobby and you're just like shouting at each other and you have you're talking for a minute and then you move on to the next person you haven't seen in a year and you have a thousand of these one minute interactions and you're just <laughs> and i'm like it, we're two days in and i'm like in the morning, I'm having to warm up my voice. And so I, I just got back last night. So I'm, uh, I'm feeling it. I'm looking forward to you guys telling me what happened in the NFL this weekend. I, I saw that. <laughs> Nothing, man. <laughs> it was a really boring weekend of NFL. No injuries of note. Lots of excellent. I, I'm actually play. good with that part. That, that, that part actually sounds good. <laughs> How yeah, boring, if only man. It was true. No one injured. If Why do we bother? We gave, we gave two teams the full on pod kiss of death with the, uh, with the playoff parlay, Buffalo, exactly. I, I noticed the Buffalo uh, sinking ship from a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. well, Cincinnati also tipped. Oh, yeah. uh, we had them considered a lock. So and the they, Burrow injury sucks. Uh, the yeah, Bills. We picked the wrong Ohio team. That's that. There's our. There was our problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the I did round robin that thing, so I'll get at least seven out of the nine bets, but. We've got so much action on that. We can't. A lot of season lose. to play, though. A lot of season <laughs> to play. We can't not lose, right? We are. We got this. We so got this I'm, I've mentioned this before, uh, being in Dallas, my beloved uncle who loves football, but he swears that Dak Prescott's the worst quarterback to ever play in the NFL. He just hates his guts. And I've always said, maintained, he's, you know, he's the eighth, 12th, somewhere in there, best quarterback in the league. That's about the consensus thinking on him for dad so yeah but this year i'll I'll accept those parameters but this year dak might end up being the best quarterback in the league because all the other quarterbacks will be injured (laughs) (laughs) i know he's he's a he's a mahomes and an allen injury away from he is two away sir Tua's looking okay still too all right all right all right i'll give you two two a dak that's a good one i'm not you got to win one yeah, game. Yeah, you you got to win one game or one playoff run. You got to win one playoff run. You want two or a Dak? Dak. Yeah, in a vacuum, maybe. You know, Tua like, is blessed with, you know, two of the top 10 wide receivers in the league over there. So he's got a little extra action to support him. Not to say that CD Lamb is not another top 10 wide receiver in the league, but. Those he's weapons not, are good. No, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, you switch both those quarterbacks and they both do worse. Yeah. You know, it's like okay. Dak. Is, Somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Dak and the Cowboys basically kind of built around him and his personality a little bit. Uh, it seems like. All right. So I guess I would go Dak. Man, I don't I don't feel good about that. that man, that makes me question how I feel about Tua in the playoffs. 
Because I, yeah, I don't feel I don't feel great about Dak in the playoffs. So if I'm going Dak, why why am I doing that? You know, because I, I who know has I'm to make the playoffs before we can really uh, make any assessments there. Fair enough. Our guy Trevor Lawrence had a rough season so far, right? I mean, I know they're seven and four, but he had uh, one of the better games this this past weekend uh, since you just look at their the schedule and the teams they've beaten. It's not super. Yeah, crazy. no, uh, yeah, they, no signature wins. It's like a college football thing to say, but no signature wins so far. I, I need to see them kind of go on the road. Yeah, win it, win a game that it was supposed to be a pick them or you know hey, it could be our game of the week this dog. week fellas so <laughs> yeah yeah it could be oh the texans uh looking nice uh, those feisty texans very exciting creeping their way up i think the texans are my favorite story in the nfl this year so far last year it was the seahawks with geno smith comeback player of the year i'm, mm. I'm just really digging the cj stroud tank dell both rookies I, it it's it, cool. am i wrong it's a lot Amico of fun, ryan's right? love a good black coach obviously so yeah that guy Strong uh, defense. You taking know, a break from his modeling career to coach in the NFL. I mean, <laughs> it's really thoughtful of you, D'Amico. Go Ryans. <laughs> well, but he's a defensive coach that's succeeding with offense. And so yeah, well, they, I mean, you got to realize, though, it did take them a few weeks to find their – kind of find any real flow or rhythm. They looked a little, little sketchy the first, you know, four or five games of the season, and then – you know that switch got flipped, and they're they're off and running pretty good now. Mm-hmm. Contrast that with Carolina, who just looks worse every week, and it's uh it's getting ugly. It's getting dark fast in Carolina. The Frank Reich era is. I mean, there's no improvement. Uh, well, when, era, I mean, I know I know none of them have the tools to succeed, but oh, by the way, they don't have their first round pick this year either. So. <laughs> it's not great. It doesn't look like it's getting any better. I mean, what do you do? You're like, they don't uh, have their first round pick from now until I think 2029. I don't think it's that long, but they also, they also gave up their, their number one wide receiver. And like, yeah, I mean, come on. Like that's, that's some poor GM. And yeah. When you get a new quarterback, the first thing you do is to trade away the only good receiver you have. Yeah. <laughs> However, Houston's winning, and they don't have good receivers. Okay, Nico so, Collins, baby. Yeah, Come you're on. not on the Nico Collins tank, Dell. Hey, Noah Brown was making it look good. Yeah, if you Former can make Cowboy. Noah Brown look good, you're a good quarterback. Former Trojan Robert Woods, you know. That's uh, C.J. Stroud's next contract extensions negotiations, him just showing Noah Brown getting 150 <laughs> yards with him. Yeah. And <laughs> Noah I, Brown before I, I made Noah Brown fantasy relevant. Yeah. <laughs> He walks into the negotiation with that on his T-shirt. Yeah, here's here's photos of Noah Brown's multiple touchdowns, plural. Pay me before CJ Stroud. Before CJ Stroud, no touchdowns, empty wasteland <laughs> with CJ Stroud touchdown dances. Amazing. No, that meme that uh, got shared where it's uh, Kyle Pitts and Deron Bland, the cornerback for the Cowboys, have the same number of touchdowns in their career. Yeah. Uh, which is how many? Two? Four. Four. <laughs> Kyle Pitts has four career touchdowns. In four in four seasons. Uh he's in his third season. Uh no, this is fourth. This is fourth Jesus. year. I mean, well, we, that's, we've that's previously awesome. said we love that Atlanta draft strategy that they have yeah. adopted. So <laughs> strategy is a strong adjective. Strong term for uh, Atlanta. 
It, it is something. It is, uh, you know, it's throwing darts something. at a list of names is a strategy. Okay. It's picking the best sort of offensive player that you have no idea how to actually use in your system is, I guess, a strategy. Yeah. yeah they, they, waste they, their the talent position away. doesn't really even exist in their system at all, except I mean, as a decoy. Drake London is it, also is super good. I mean, he, yeah. Bijan. Yeah. Competent. This is three in a row that they're underutilizing, not finding anything to do, and they're still kind of competent. I, they're, they're weird. Is it better or worse than the old Al Davis strategy of just draft the fastest guy? The fastest guy, yeah. Whoever, Take your first pick on the fastest story. guy, regardless of his position, regardless of his other skill set. Speed kills, baby. Win, baby, win. You Think know? of all the money we could save by firing all our scouts. All we need is a stopwatch. Right. $10 Casio. That's $10 stopwatch the scouting department. <laughs> I don't need a scouting department. I need a $10 Casio. Okay. Boom. Deal's done. <laughs> well, all right. So let, let's I talk Thanksgiving. Use, right? I just so, use the eye test. And Thanksgiving. I test. I don't even need a Casio. Does this guy look fast? He looks yeah. fast. Good enough for me. What <laughs> do we got? Who's Detroit got Thanksgiving Day? All right. Uh, Detroit Packers. Green yeah. Bay. All right. That's a nice yeah. classic matchup. Yeah, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about all the matchups uh, in the bets. But right now I want to talk about just like, where do you think Thanksgiving fits into the sports calendar? Is this, a, is this a big sports day for you or is it a day with sports? You know, how, it where, used where to be kind of bigger, yeah, especially in be, Texas. Yeah, it because used to be just, A&M in Texas used to play yeah. every Thanksgiving. Hmm. Yeah, you that had AM and and Texas, and then you had the Cowboys game, and it, you had those two games, and that was well, you had Detroit too. Detroit played. Yeah, Detroit you had those three plays. games. And that was it. So it used to be better. Yeah. Because now they've added the night game. The night game, another random game. We've now we have a Friday game. Now we have a Black Friday game. Ugh. What a weird, a weird name for a football game. Yeah, Black Friday game. Well, it's Amazon. So what do you expect? You, you don't love the BFF acronym there? <laughs> Black Friday football? Oh, my God. On Amazon? <laughs> Not really. I, You know. I to the point so. that it hadn't even occurred to me. <laughs> it just literally just occurred to me four seconds ago. So here we are. It's subconscious in the focus testing. They're like, eventually people will subconsciously associate us as their best friends forever. forever. <laughs> okay. I just love Amazon more and more every day. We all agree that Thursday football, NFL football is awful. Yes. Uh, I, think I agree. It's, 51 weeks of the year. I agree. With you. I think it's universally hated. Why is Thursday good? Why is Thanksgiving Thursday football good and has always been good? Because it was it was only that one game. It was that one game. You had the same two home teams. It was always in Detroit, always in Dallas, and teams rotated through. And you, it was just those two, and it was the tradition of that game. Yeah, I think John Madden had a lot to do with it. Uh, you yeah. know, rest in peace. Richard Duckin. The, yeah, yeah. The that was a real moment. In all sport. of that pomp and circumstance was just fun, right? Yeah. Well, and it's also at the time of the season, too, where – you know, now you're starting to get the separation. You know, that team that needs to make a run to make the playoffs has to do it now. The team that can ice themselves can do it now. You know, they're starting to – it's a good time of year to have kind of that almost playoffs before the playoffs vibe. So, it's – you know, we'll see. I, I, I really dislike stretching it out over 
we're going to have a whole week pretty much end to end. Every day is going to have a game. Mm-hmm. I, I do I think remember. Ezra has a point here with it being the time of year. I, Cause I don't like Thursday night football, you know, every other week, but on Thanksgiving, I really like it. And the games usually tend to be good. So there's gotta be something psychology of it where the players knows. Cause remember, they're not only just playing Thursday, they're playing Thursday morning. <laughs> if you're, yeah. If you're right, Detroit yeah. or the back, like Thursday at like eleven thirty in the morning is yeah. early. They, they just they, they literally team. just nine thirty on the West Coast. You know, yeah. wake up immediately yeah. for some Thanksgiving Day football. So that only they don't get the extra twelve hours, you know, or eight hours to to rest up. I don't know. It, it's but the games are usually good. There's, There's two something re- about Thanksgiving. There's two reasons for me anyway. One is it feels like a weekend because most people or a large number of people have the day off anyway. So mm, it's it's not a point. Thursday night where the week isn't even over yet. You've still got to go back to work on Friday, et cetera, et cetera. So there's that sort of drag of if the game is on the East Coast or if the game is on the West Coast and it's a late game and you're up until t- midnight or whatever, watching a random Thursday game in the middle of the season, that's kind of lame. But Thanksgiving, you're probably not going to work on that Friday after anyway. You've got a bunch of people in your house. And depending on how you feel about these people, it is either a good opportunity to escape from conversation or to connect with the other people in your family or extended friend group that is interested in watching football. And then it's sort of a safe zone by the TV that you can you know, connect with that group. It's a way to connect with extended family members who you don't know that well. And you can have some kind of common rooting interest or something to do or talk about that is in unison other than small talk gives you some semblance of space to get away. I I do think we can't underestimate. Yeah, unless it's that one relative, you know, that like this is his first year of ever playing fantasy football and it's (laughs) like a free work (laughs) league or something. He's getting and way too worked up. That's very yeah, strong. He's got like three Twitter apps. He's, you know, he's cheering on some guy. And you're like, what what David you know, Montgomery much- is killing my team right now, bro. Yeah. Give yeah. him the ball. What well, you're like, well, he has 30 yards. Of gibbs. Like, Enough gibbs already. Enough yeah. gibbs. Yeah, he's getting right, way yeah. too worked up. Okay. Yeah, because those are the ones where it's like, man, I just wanted to sit here and watch a game. Like now I gotta listen to you too. I just want to I, sit here and not talk to anybody. I definitely had the uh Colin Kaepernick Thanksgiving where we were over at a relative's place and I turned on the, the the game and they're like, Oh no, we do not watch football in this house. And I'm just like, Okay. And I swear to God, I went to my wife and I was like, We're leaving. And she's like, No, what do you what, what? And it's like I'm not not watching the Cowboys. I'll we're you know. I'll I'll hang out here. I can I can deal with not watching mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're gone as soon as. And she went and yelled at whoever, and the TV came on. So suddenly, there are strong convictions about standing for our great yeah. country and the truth that the flag represents. And yeah, I yada, don't yada. want to argue with anybody, family well, members, about no. politics or whatever it is. No, no. But I just made it very clear. That if it's not on, I will be leaving. <laughs> nice. So I love, thoughts I'm not on you got to come with me. Thoughts on yeah. the TV on? Do you have the TV on during dinner, like while people are eating? Is mm. it acceptable to have the TV on? I think for yeah. me, 
Yes. I, you know, I'll say that most of the Thanksgivings that I've had over the last 20 years ago, the room where the meal is taking place did not have a TV in it. Mm-hmm. And so to have the TV on during dinner is less of a contentious issue because it's literally in another room. Yeah. So maybe you can hear it very faintly or something like that, but probably not once people sort of get into the meal and are chatting and mm-hmm. eating and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but it's also nice to be able to sort of walk up if you're going to prepare like a second plate or something like that and give a little peek in and check mm. out the score or whatnot. I, I think it's an acceptable yeah, I thing. Think, I think by plate two, it's perfectly acceptable to take the plate into the room with the TV and, uh-huh. and watch it. But that there is something about that Thanksgiving, you know, that first when you're done, you've been prepping this food all day, set it all out there. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if you can't take a 15 minute pause for a game to... <laughs> You got, you yeah. got some, you got some problems. Right. <laughs> well, I, I think what most people eat at like noon, one, right? They're uh, often strange eating times. I, I'm usually more in like the two to three thirty. Yeah, like yeah. I know that we always try to have it wrapped up before the the cowboy kick. So that makes sense. You know, usually three thirty, right? Yeah, you miss a little bit of a. Uh, Detroit, no, no big deal. Yeah. You, you'll catch. You got the gist of what's going on, but by the time the the home team played, then yeah. So you figure the Detroit families are waiting until after the game. After the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably like a four p.m. kind of meal. I remember the uh, the the television show Home Improvement. Sure. Tim, they, Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah correct. Oh, yeah. They. Uh, they would do Thanksgiving episodes that always revolved around the Lions because they were the show took place in Detroit. And if I, my memory serves me correctly, I believe they would go to the game and yeah. then get home to eat dinner for Thanksgiving. So mm. maybe you're right there. <laughs> so, maybe okay. Michigan has the based latest. On, based oh, yeah. on this factual story from from a real from, person. Based on a Thanksgiving episode of a 20-year-old TV show. <laughs> 20. Uh, yeah. I, I think you might least. be honest about this. Uh, I, I'm on team no TV for 20 minutes or something. I yeah. like the idea of it being on, maybe on silent. I'm gonna. I want some music, quite honestly, or something. I want it to be. Hey, let's have a little bit of a family moment for 30 minutes, and then we can scatter. People drink coffee, dessert in front of the TV, mm. whatever you know. But I, I think. I, I am on team. Uh, no, everyone just, it's fine. Let's just make it happen for 15, 20 minutes. And maybe some actual interesting dialogue pops out or something fun or some jokes or something like that, because everyone's kind of locked in. And then the rest of the night, basically after dinner, you're not able to do anything other than lay on the couch and <laughs> like wonder that, why that trip to making... sets in. Everybody gets the itis. Yeah, why are you making the choices that you made? I mean, so let me get to my next thing about acceptable behavior. Is it you're at someone else's house for Thanksgiving? Is it acceptable after dinner, while everyone's still hanging out partying, to take a nap on the couch? Yes. Yes. Okay. This makes me feel better about my previous life choices because you know you think it's inevitable, right? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody's going to pass out on that couch. Might as well be you, right? The the key is to take a nap from being so full overly sated uh rather than so I, I have like two rules about being at somebody else's house that i try to follow the first is don't touch somebody else's remote um oh, you know one. they they good get one. to decide what's 
game is on the TV or what volume it's at and whatever. Uh, and the second is don't be the drunkest person there. You can be the second drunkest person there, but don't then be no number one, one drunkest. No one remembers uh, the second or third. Right, exactly. The focus is always on, oh, yeah, so-and-so was the drunkest person there. No one Absolutely. remembers number two or three, right? And so the key is don't be passed out because you're the drunkest person there. Oh, right. So it's got to be clearly from food. Right. That's what we say on work trips, right? So it's like, <laughs> look, you could, you know, I'm in the alcohol industry. You can be drunk. Just don't be the drunkest. And also they tell everyone the same thing before we go on a, you know, a, if we're going to California for work or something to look at everybody, especially the new people and go, remember, you cannot be promoted on this trip, but you can be fired. <laughs> Let's, Let's take a quick break to hear a word from today's sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Ernie's Electric Bikes and more. We all know that scarce resources are more valuable than abundant resources. For example, gold bars versus chocolate bars. There are way more chocolate bars in the world. So gold bars are automatically more valuable because there's less of them. There's less gold bars than chocolate bars in the world. The same thing goes for bikes and cars. So many more cars than bikes on the road, making bikes automatically more valuable. And with the winter season approaching, it makes it the perfect time to trade in your dusty old car for a brand new hot spanking shiny golden object that is one of Ernie's electric bikes from Ernie's electric bikes and more. When the temperature drops below zero, take a look outside on the road. There are tons and tons of cars and almost no electric bikes at all making electric bikes more valuable. Peruse a gander, peek around, everyone in their cars. Heaters on just like everyone else. You've got to find a way to stand out in the world. And there is no better way to do that than with Ernie's electric bikes and more. When drivers on the road sitting in cars see you at the traffic light in your electric bike, face to the open air, here's 100% what they will not be thinking. They won't be thinking, hey, honey, Look at that idiot on the electric bike. It's got to be six degrees below freezing out there. No, no, they won't be saying that. They won't be saying, is that guy crazy? What is he doing? How many coats do you think he's wearing? It looks like four to seven coats. And is that three hats? What a lunatic. No, that's not what they'll be saying. What they will be saying is, hey, do you think that guy over there, that super looking cool guy, do you think he would trade us his electric two-seater bike straight up for this beat up old 2019 Mercedes S-Class sedan? No chance he will. Look how there's a thousand cars out there and only one electric bike. That bike's value skyrocketed way past this hunk of metal about five exits back. So go ahead and get ahead of the crowd by trading in your car just before winter temperatures kick in. Out in the cool, cool, ice-cold open air, the thought-provoking open road. Stand out from the crowd by sitting down in one of Ernie's electric bikes from Ernie's Electric Bikes and more. Check them out today. Ernie's Electric Bikes and more. Not suitable for summertime use. These bets are so unnecessary. Everybody go and grab your... I usually say bring on the bets, but I... I are, are we bringing on the bets? We're not Let's done yet. I feel there's more to be said about this Thanksgiving. Really, you know. Can we interweave them? Can we interweave them more with the game? You know. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we can I, certainly do yeah. that. If we're staying on the football tip for a while, there's there's other sports that happen on this week, Joe. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah, fact. it's football week. Uh, you know, are, are those other sports hanging out on Thanksgiving? Potentially. I don't think there's any NBA games on Thanksgiving Day. No, NBA is pretty much locked up Christmas Day in terms of the holiday. But there is college basketball that sort of runs starting today through the week. They have... Yeah. This is a big popular time for college hoops, sort of early season tournament play, right? We are in and around teams having played sort of three to five games thus far. And now we get to all these big travel tournaments where everybody goes to these sort of warm destinations, right? There's Maui, the Bahamas, there's that big tournament at the Atlantis Resort, right? So so this is a popular time for those. And I would highlight that at least for me, having a little bit more extended time off, right? We're in the, Joe and I are both in the teaching profession. Uh, and so we generally get a day or two before, and it feels like it's sliding, right? That, that the students are now more and more sort of demanding that we basically give them the full week. I don't know about you, Joe, but that's sort of where we, I've been in. We actually have the full lately. week off from, from students. Right. So, so we've so, got yes. this full week off. There are games starting today in some of these big tournaments. For example, the Maui Invitational, uh, right? Teams fly out to Hawaii uh, and... This Maui Invitational is always sort of a hot ticket for some of the early top 10 action in college hoops, right? So, for example, this week, the the list of attendees includes five teams that are in the top 11 currently um, that are all playing each other, right? Tennessee, Purdue, Gonzaga, Kansas, Marquette, right? And you've got Kansas number one, Purdue number two, Marquette number four, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, you add into the mix you know, historic powerhouses like UCLA and Syracuse. And then randomly, of course, you've got to have the scrub team that is just there to make friends and hang out. That's Chaminade, who has been invited to the field this year. Um, but but big action, right? Um, so Purdue and Gonzaga literally just played. They finished playing earlier today with Purdue getting a nice second half comeback to steal a win. Uh, but there'll be some action that will now extend from now until I think the finals for that tournament is on Wednesday. Uh, but there are other tournaments. Battle for Atlantis has a couple of top 20 teams, and that'll play through Friday. Uh, ESPN Events Invitational has another couple top 20 teams. They'll continue to play through the week. So there is some good college basketball to be watched <laughs> over the course of this week if you're looking for something else to prime you for Thanksgiving Day. We need a name for that segment. Five primetime NFL football games was not enough. We need a name for that segment of like Eric's alternate TV broadcast idea. What else do you watch if you don't want to watch the main event? I will be watching college basketball in March. (laughs) Oh, oh, you you (laughs) had me and then you you pulled the old rope-a-dope on me, right? I did. Pulled me in, gave me that just long enough pause for me to have that excitement. Uh, I'm just thinking of the cost of flying Shamanad out to Hawaii. How do they have that kind of money? uh, Somebody else is splitting the bill for that, I'm sure. Yeah, that's a a pay to get beat up. That is true. If you think about it, you have to play Hawaii in football. You got to bring. Well, hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking up something here. I don't know which Shamanad it is, but there is (laughs) a Shamanad University of Honolulu. Oh. And so this may have been a very short island hopping trip. Let's hope they got an electric bike. A quick move from Oahu to Maui uh, is something that I'm sure they're familiar with. We'll tell Ernie to be on the lookout for some extra business. (laughs) Oh, that 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 Muppet song where it's like. Shamanade. Do, 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 do. Uh, Shamanade. 
Uh, I'm in on no. the keep going. Keep going. That's <laughs> close. Yeah. Go to verse two. Phenomenon. <laughs> I always thought it was phenomenon or something, you know. I'm in on the Muppets. Are we in on the Muppets? I'm, yeah. I'm very in. Eight, in. eight and a half, nine out of ten. Yeah. I like the Muppets. Full in. Yeah. Okay. Four stars. In a future version of our show, when we really make it big and we are live video streaming, we're gonna have an episode where we're each just Muppets puppets instead of oh, ourselves. Man. Great goal. Can, uh, just a picturing little, a future world. Well, that's a better world to live in for everyone. Everybody's got to have a goal, right? That's I put that goal. on my vision board. Yeah, Curtis, <laughs> it should just be a Zoom filter. Uh, <laughs> just one word on the board. It just says Muppets. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, let's get to the bets. Let's talk a little football specifically. Uh, yes. We got three games on Thursday proper, Thanksgiving proper. Packers at Lions, Commanders at Cowboys. Niners at Seahawks. Ooh, that's pretty good. Now the Lions are eight and two, which is kind of crazy. I don't feel like they've been. I mean, the Eagles are eight and one. I feel like the Eagles have been a not not dominant start to finish in every game, but it doesn't seem super super fluky. You know, seven and two, eight and one. That seems right for the Eagles. Are the Lions a, an eight and two team? Is that legit? The last time the Lions were eight and two, most black people couldn't eat at restaurants in the South. Ooh. Awful. That's one way of looking at it. This is 1960. I looked it up. <laughs> 1960. Awful, awful. Okay. So some progress, a lot of good social progress has made, in, but the Lions, almost no progress. It's been a laughingstock for a long time. Green Bay, traditionally way better, but they kind of suck this year. I, I mean, Green Bay, I don't think they have it. Yeah, I mean, it took, in a bad the spot it took the Chargers to make them look good. So that says a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> The Chargers just continue to grasp defeat from the jaws of victory. But Staley uh, continues to keep his job somehow, some way. But remember, I, our opinion on this show of Jordan Love is in three years, we're going to be asking ourselves, is he any good? I think we're still, year, yeah, I, I think we're still prime. No, no, we are. We, we, this year, we're asking ourselves, is he any good? Next year, we'll do the same. And then in three years, we'll be doing the same. Well, he's got one year left on his rookie deal, right? Something like that. So yeah, yeah, he's he's going to be the next Josh Johnson. He'll just kind of be a constant backup, keep career backup on. around the league. Right. Yeah, I mean, so Josh yeah, Jobs it, so if, you Minnesota. Look, if you take a look at Detroit, I mean, their only their their wins are against the Bears, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, the Falcons. And then that one fluky opening opening night, right? Opening, opening night games. win against the Chiefs. Oh, so they, they came out. That's the right. They came out surprised the Chiefs and kind of said we're for real. And then they mostly Chiefs won without Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. And then they lost last second to the Seahawks. Then ran off four in a row. Lost to the Ravens. Ran off three in a row. And just got blown out by the Ravens too. Yeah. Right. I mean. It they was, don't uh, have, but they don't have a game on their schedule until the Cowboys. You know that looks like. So it feels a little weird. It's a seven and a half point line. So Lions minus seven and a half. Are you giving that hook, as Ezra likes to call it? I'm definitely not I'm, betting. On I'm Green not Bay. not on a short week. Not, not on a betting short on Green Bay like that. I'm not betting on Green Bay, but that's certainly not my bet of the week per se. I'll say it's my Thanksgiving tradition. I have this old Barry Sanders jersey. And on Thanksgiving for one day, I am a Lions fan. 
That's not my normal fandom, but take. I've had this jersey that I've been tossing. You know, I bought it when Barry Sanders was still on the Lions. You know, I like this. this sometime is in the early 90s as a teenager, I got this jersey and I've just carried it around with me. And now I wear it one day out of the year on Thanksgiving Day. Everyone's just for wearing a short period. Everyone's wearing sweaters. You're like, right. I want to wear a football I, jersey. I have like the nice button up collared flannel that I will then put the Lions jersey over. So... People can see, oh, there's a collar under there. There's long sleeves. Is that a necktie? He's he's gotten appropriately dressed with the exception of this old champion Lions jersey that I have. And the cutoff jean shorts are a little strange, but the the flannel shirt is... It's Texas. It was 80 degrees today. What do you want from me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going, I think Lions by 10. I think it's going to be like... Twenty-eight, seventeen, something like that. Twenty-seven, seventeen. Yeah. Y'all remember how shocking it was when Barry Sanders retired? Yeah. He it was, was in nineteen ninety-eight, and everyone was like, "It just came out of nowhere. No one expected it." He had been in the league for a decade and was thirty years old, and we freaked out when he like, "What? What was wrong with us back then?" Right. These days, a dude turns twenty-six, and you're like, "Well, he's washed." Yes. Get him out. Well, yeah, I think that was, his that contemporary. was of 300 touches a year, too. I mean, that was... Yeah. Right. <laughs> he, was contem- he was working. His contemporary was Emmett Smith, right? And yeah. Emmett Smith was showing no signs of things Not like that. Not in 98. In fact, he would go on to play one, two, three, four, five, six more seasons. And I feel mm-hmm. like they were always kind of, you know, who's going to get the all-time rushing record? Sanders or... Yeah. You know, and, and just at least part of where I lived in the world, in Philadelphia, it was Sanders is better, but the Cowboys offensive line is better. That was the line, you know, now I understand that, you know, it's a little bit limited thinking and it like never lost yards and it always fell forward all time. Great running back, right? you know, but Barry was something else to watch and something kind of special. So you just imagine we had a good offensive line. The Lions, even back then, as Curtis mentioned, were almost always terrible. There's one Thanksgiving with Scott Mitchell. They went like 12 and four that season. And it was like, wow, the Lions are back. This yeah, but this, they put up numbers a couple of those years because uh, they had two, like, 1,400-yard receivers in the same yeah. year. They were on this, like, crazy offense. and Yeah, just they, they were all gas, no breaks to the yeah to the extreme on both sides. Just All right, we're not doing Emmett Berry because then we have to do Pete Rose Hall of Fame uh-huh. or no. Was that Hermit uh-huh. Moore? Herman Moore? It's like that's the only name I can pull there. Was that one of the wide receivers? Herman yes, Moore? it was. That sounds good. That sounds yeah, I don't good. know the other guy. I'm trying That's to like remember. Tecmo Super Bowl era. Okay. Yeah, it was, was. Who was the other wide receiver that you had? Uh, Mitchell? Sounds. Uh, Scott Mitchell was the quarterback. Okay. This is funny because I somehow know this, but I like eight years later, I wouldn't know, even though it's more recent. It's like something about that time period is like uh, blazing in my memory. All right, let's talk about Can- just Commander like Cowboys. 1998 Lions. That's... So when I was growing up, you would probably root for the Lions in Philadelphia, and then no matter what, you were more excited about the Cowboys game because then you would root actively against the Cowboys or for whoever was playing the Cowboys. So Kirsten and I's childhoods were uh, parallel uh, universes here in the sense where everyone's gathering together at three. Yeah, like let's finish eating before the Cowboys game so we can root for whoever else. Usually disappointing. <laughs> Cowboys tend to play well. They're 11-point favorites against the Commanders. I hate the Commanders. Ron Rivera, who seems like a super nice guy, doesn't seem to have the fastball this year. I mean, he's no, they're for- just they're coming off of getting drubbed pretty good by the 
by a guy who lives in literally lives in his mom's basement. I mean, <laughs> my new favorite story of the NFL. I think. Oh my God. Is this? What about just when the, just when the Badgett hype died down, Ooh. they found Tommy DeVito. All right, it's Tom. the name. I mean, it's something about the DeVito name. Hey. Who's not? Yeah, you, you know, know, you know, he goes by Little Tommy, right? You know, because his, his dad's Big Tommy. Gabagoo. Wow. Okay, I wish lives in his parents' basement in Jersey or something. Yeah. That, uh... My excitement level for this game would be four points higher if it was the Giants instead of the Commanders. Sam Howell's actually kind of interesting. I mean, we're watching the Eric Bieniemy. The offense looks good. Ron Rivera twice in a row they tied the game with like a minute to go in the fourth quarter, and they went for the extra point both times, and then lost both games right. either in regulation or overtime. Where so, is the riverboat run we know and love? It's weird. He doesn't seem to have the fastball this year. He's playing a little too cautious. I mean, you're you have a losing record. They're playing the Eagles. I I here's the test. As an Eagles fan, I was like, oh good, they're going for the extra point. I would have been more nervous if they were going for two because I feel like well, mm-hmm. the longer this game goes, the Eagles are going to win. So yeah. that's the type of stuff you just. I mean, that's two games. I think about the Viking season last year where they went like eight and three or something, you know, they should have been five and five and they went, you know, yeah, they're there. Cause they had that incredible run of one score games that they, that's how you get in the playoffs as a team like that. Not to mention <laughs> yeah. the comeback over the bills where Jefferson just went the F off. Oh yeah. Oh, oh with that 26 yard fourth down catch. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was awesome. But Rivera is like, he's got pocket tens at the blackjack table and they're like double down. He's like, no, nah. nah. I think yeah. I'm going to wait. And they're like, this is as good. What are you talking about? Of course you have to double down on that. And he's like, I mean, have to is strong. Yeah. So, Some people 11 says so. I, Curtis, I bet I'll, you know, who pick one Cowboys minus 11 or. Uh, uh, no, I think Washington covers that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah Cowboys, uh, Cowboys coming off of um, the worst team in football. There's That's something true. to that. You know, it's an easy it's, win. Okay. Easy win. Yeah, two, you know. two, two games in a row when you're bringing your, you're sitting your starters in the fourth. Mm. Yeah, you it's know. it's the uh, what do they say? Steel sharpened steel kind of thing, yeah. right? And and if you're you're just going against cupcakes for a month. Yeah, uh, this is and it's a conference. It's got all the it's Cowboys win a game that they should have won handily. You know, barely squeak it out. The Cowboys lost to Arizona. Just yeah, that's they did that. They can lose to Washington. <laughs> I don't think they will, but okay. I don't think they cover. Okay. All right. I kind of like Washington. Washington. They were kind of fun. It'd be fun to root for the plus 11, I think. More fun than rooting for the most. Yeah. All right. Fun. All right. You yeah, package, packaging over with it and just, yeah, let's let's get some offense going. You convince me. Uh, Niners <laughs> at Seahawks. Arguably game of the week here. Uh, unless you want to go Lions-Packers. I don't think. I mean, Cowboys commanders might have been of the Thursday of the Thursday games. This is the only one that really. It's the only one that matters on both sides. Yeah. Right. I mean, this, this one's is really the fully after dinner game. Yeah. Seahawks yeah. just lost to the Rams in terrible fashion. Oh my god! Just, just awful. So really gave that away. Uh, Niners yeah. have been looking really good since coming off their bye. Number yeah, one offense in the league. Got Williams back. They've got Debo back. Brock looks like he's settled down. Yeah. And it, and it yeah. even looked like, you know, and we had been talking about this, but it really looked like getting Debo back helps a minimal amount. But Williams, yeah. so huge to the functioning of that offense because the running game just opens up mm. and then everything else is easier. 
that's like the Eagles and Lane Johnson. I mean, he was a right tackle, but uh, their record with him and without him is stark. They're like two yeah, and nine when he doesn't play, and they have a yeah. It's like don't even get off the bus. Lane's hurt. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> it's it's just strange. It's like that just ties everything together. Now Jason Kel- Kelsey is just out there every game, so maybe you'd say I was going to say yeah. The, what, where's your love for the much? Well, there's just no other with Kelsey without. Brother. There's no off court numbers <laughs> with Kelsey, so <laughs> right. He's gotta, uh, pretty awesome. They're playing tonight, by the way, in case anyone's wondering. So we're taping this right before Eagles Chiefs. Literally, yeah. should be starting Chiefs, in Chiefs minus two 20 minutes. Half. Yeah, Chiefs minus two and a half. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, even though this will be one of those seven fifteen starts that actually starts at seven thirty five because there's going to be so much. It's going to be a ratings darling for sure. Oh yeah. So I, I guess that's more crystal ball. But Niners at Seahawks. I kind of like Seahawks. Give me the home underdog six and a half. Love it. That's Love that pick, Joe. I think I don't know. I'm going. I'm going Seahawks at home. Yeah, with with the with the points, it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be a really tight game that the Seahawks probably squeak out on a money line, or they're just going to get their doors blown off. Yeah, I mean, Gino for a got, little twelfth twelfth man magic here. Gino That's got annihilated by Aaron Donald. I mean, he seemed okay, which is why I hope we can kind of laugh about it. But it was a, I mean, it was a yeah, and they were like, Donald, whoa, 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 why did nobody block that guy at all? Like he, you know. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Micah Parsons had a pretty clean hit on Bryce, and he definitely lit up. Because I promise you, before a team plays Carolina Panthers, their coaches tell them that this is the smallest quarterback in the league, and if you breathe on him wrong, they're probably going to call you for roughing the passer. Mm. And so he went ahead and just went all out on it? No, he he lit up. He, I mean, he could have killed him, and he just oh, let up, let he up, let up. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were saying he lit him up. Just, oh, just no, no. <laughs> okay. right. I had the exact. Like, well, they're gonna call me anyway. I might as well just unload yeah. on this dude. It's the same yeah, fifteen that's, yards that's either what, way. I thought right? that I was like, are we celebrating it's, that? Or? It's no, it's the it's the uh, the rule with you know Cam Newton, right? Uh, ben Roethlisberger, like you can hit them all day because they're huge. Mm-hmm. And then the opposite, the little guy, like, better go easy on the little fellow. Well, of, of these three games, I'm actually going to be a spot this year where I'm not sure they're going to have a TV on. It's okay. not a sports crowd. They are amazing people, and I can't wait to spend time with them. But it's not a sports crowd at all. Uh, so I'm hoping there's a TV. I've got my YouTube TV, not an actual sponsor. Ernie's Electric Bikes and More, an actual sponsor real life sponsor youtube tv not however i will have it in my pocket so i think i'm going to be doing the thing so having said that which game i'm most looking forward to here i mean niner seahawks at night i'll probably get to watch that one yeah that does seem like the best one okay but i wouldn't be surprised if it's not the best game like for instance denver and vikings was an awesome game last night <laughs> it was it was actually a really good game it was a really cool sunday night game it was kind Man. of a sneaky good game all right, Bronco's let's pick the hijinks game of the week, the, the top game of all the games. We've got Bills at Eagles, Jaguars at Texans, Browns at Broncos. That's this is a fun three. week. Kind of a fun um, week. Browns yeah, at Broncos. Think... Broncos are kind of fun. I, I don't know. Sneaky. Yeah, Broncos I mean, have won four in a row, right? Yeah. Something like five, that. That, five now. That, game, that game probably means more to both teams. But personally, I, I'm, I'm here for the Eagles-Bills. Yeah. That's – you want to see both of those teams get right and have a nice little shootout, you know, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it will be. The Bills really need that. Bill, the Bills really need that. What'd you say, Curtis? Yeah. 
Potential wise, yeah, it's you, you got to go with Bills Eagles, but Jaguars Texans might be a lot of fun. Jaguars Texans because uh, Jack the Jacksonville just had a get right game. Uh, you know that, that could be their like offense has been garbage, and then all of a sudden, well, that that could also potentially be for first place. In yeah, the, this has divisional leadership potentials yeah. here. I'm kind of in on Jaguars Texans as the most entertaining game. Could be fun, you know. The <laughs> Which way we lean in. The obvious rookie of the year so far Let's in CJ Stroud against the playoff a, team from last year. I will might, make might one interesting point. I read an interesting fact today, which is that this week's slate of games, because of injuries <laughs> and et cetera, et cetera, will feature 15 black quarterbacks starting across the 32 teams, which will mark the most black quarterbacks starting in a single week of the NFL in NFL history. Hmm, that's awesome. So, probably probably by a lot. Well, that's an exciting statistic, I think, that in is, terms yeah, of that's awesome. beginning to move, given that it's become pretty obvious as as we continue to track sort of the success of players coming from college and whatnot, that black quarterbacks seem to be the way of the future. Domingo Ryan's just all-star hire for the Texans. Oh, yeah. That was a, so, that was a huge, huge hire for them. I mean, that... They just really... Nailed, and he's a former Texan. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, they yeah. can't... I don't know. It, Good yeah. Texas. The only, the only thing they could have done better is if they got JJ Watt, you know, to come in and, and be a figurehead coach. Be the DC. Now, I want JJ yeah. Watt to be DC. Right. He's like, what, what do we do with these things, guys? Like, uh, do I just him, stand here? Yeah, yeah. Him yelling at the ref, you know, <laughs> just just go and like live stuff that head coach has to keep some composure. Yeah. You know, I want I want JJ Watt just totally letting loose. All right, new feature. The low jinx game of the week, oh, where we pick man. our favorite of teams that are on the lower end of the scale. So these could be very exciting games. So the idea here is what's going to be the most entertaining? What are you most looking forward to watching of Rams at Cardinals? Like four Gosh. and seven versus two and nine here. Uh Patriots at Giants. This is a Super Bowl redo. Uh, uh but both both teams in probably in their worst years in the last 15 or 20 kind of fun there Panthers at Titans that's just ultimate train wreck team versus the Titans who are it's weird it's Patriots at Giants that's that is god awful <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> is little Tommy is little is neither little team can score for this one? Okay, yeah, let's build up that game. You got Bill Belichick trying to save his job, essentially. The Patriots fans think that they're gonna he's gonna stay till the end of the season, they're gonna trade him. Uh no, man. No one is giving you a second round pick for Bill Belichick right now, dude. <laughs> Let me introduce you. I'm sorry. Oh, Get at no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, man. I know this is your Sunday. I don't want to ruin it. That is not happening, dude. You got to change your expectations a little. <laughs> They're not getting second round pick for Bill Belichick. Oh, God. Atlanta would do it. They'd probably trade a second rounder and Pitts. <laughs> Arthur Smith for Bill, right. for Bill Belichick. Uh, but I do think this game is kind of must watch uh, in a, if, if you like this sort of low jinx game of the week. Patriots at Giants. It could get ugly. Yeah, it's like a two once once proud franchises meet in the you know the dregs. This, this has got what this what is a, a Super Bowl rematch from yeah, yeah. from so 15, long ago, 15, one of the 20 guys years like ago. Walker, right. you know, it's... All right, we got just enough time to look into the future. Let's hit up. Take a look. 
now's that time of year. Football is starting to kind of come to the end, and you can start looking at some pretty good betting value on parlays for NFL awards that coincide with Super Bowl winners. Mm. Um, so of the last of the last 16 quarterbacks to win the MVP, 15 of them came from a team that played in the Super Bowl. Okay. So one of the top two, top two teams, it, odds are QB is going to be one of those teams. And so, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes are top two right now in MVP. I was going right? to say yeah. one of those so, two. It's kind of yeah, who so wins. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts is the leader right now at plus 300. And you've got, you can also get some pretty good odds on Philly. And if you parlay, if you say, okay, well, if Philly's winning the Super Bowl and Hurts is winning the MVP, might as well bet them both together, right? Because doubtful Philly's going to win the Super Bowl without Hurts winning Correct. the MVP. Right. And now, now all of a sudden you start talking about 20 to 1, 20 to 1 odds on a bet. Hmm. Now, so Joe, do you the go the opposite of, with this? What's that? I was asking if Joe just goes the opposite and hedges his fan favoritism by by pairing Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes just to ease the potential uh, hit from the fan standpoint with a little money. The emotional hedge. The emotional yeah. hedge. Um, you know, I think I'd be more likely to do that by taking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl as a future or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would do it on an exact game. But it, that way, be like, if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, then I, I at least got some money on a couple. <laughs> you got some money on on, but yeah, I'd have more money on the Eagles. So I, yeah. I would never want it to be. I would never want to have a competing interest. I would have more money on the Eagles <laughs> to win, but I might just also put some money on other teams on the bet on the field. Like right now in basketball, I really like the OKC Thunder. Yeah. So. That I don't know. I I'm kind of just in on the future bets for them. Chet Chet Mania. Oh my god, that that three with less than two seconds the other night to send it to OT really had me hurting. Yeah. Had me hurting. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of fun on NFL awards. And and here's here's an interesting one was the um not necessarily defensive player of the year, just because it looks like Miles Garrett is gonna run away with that pretty handily. Not so fast, sir. Based uh, I be- on the odds. I believe Based. there's a cornerback who has four pick sixes and is leading the league in uh, uh, efficiency where it's versus uh, QBR. Yeah. He's also way down on the odds board. Like, there's... Okay, good. I'll take him. What is it? <laughs> He's in the 50, 50 plus 50,000 range. So. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Pulling out my app. We could have sold Curtis on twenty-five to one. He gives us the money. Yeah. We bank it for fifty to one. He's like, it's, just, it's just almost always. Uh, I mean, come on, guys. Deron Bland has four pick sixes on the year and like eight in total. Well, no, but so if it's incredible. So that here's, is incredible. my thing. If Cleveland ends up making the playoffs and making hmm. a decent run, does Garrett? Do you give some thought to an MVP to a defensive lineman? He's been great. So, yeah, sure. It ain't going to happen. It's a quarterback award, but whatever. Right. He's got to come close to or break, like, the single-season sack record. Reggie White, 22-and-a-half or whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's Michael Strahan. I think Michael Strahan has it. Uh, It's tied. It's Strahan and then somebody tied him. I can't remember who. 
but yeah, Miles Garrett, it, it would probably have to be something, or he gets two pick sixes somehow. Yeah, so, something remarkable. But defense player of the year, I, I mean, it seems like he's yeah. Right. No, those ones, those ones are pretty ironed out. There's, there's just some fun value in some of those longer, mm-hmm. those longer term futures bets in the NFL that you can start parlaying. I like together. it. Yeah, it's good to be thinking about. This is a good time to to get an idea on MVP and, and yeah. on offense player of the year, things, things like that. All right, I'm gonna go with mine. I was watching an ESPN basketball game last week, and it was a pair, a duo of women announcers. And I thought this was incredible. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was like aesthetically pleasing, auditorially sensational. I don't really listen to the announcers, no matter who it is. So I, I just like that. I was like pleasantly surprised that they did this. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I want to see more of it. So that's my crystal ball. I want to see more of it. And then I'll give you a specific game. OKC Thunder hosting the Sixers on Saturday. After Thanksgiving, <laughs> that is going to be a really good one. I'll be in the building for that one. So driving up to OKC to uh, see the Sixers hopefully win. So that should be a fun one. But if I was listening to the game, I would want female announcers. Eric? Okay, yeah, sure. I'll keep it within basketball. I'll keep it within discussion of women's sports. Uh, talked a little bit earlier about some exciting men's college hoops happening over the coming week. Uh, but as I'm been made clear to everyone i'm done talking about usc football but i am ready to talk about usc basketball and in particular usc women's basketball who snagged a big recruiting coup last year by getting juju watkins the number one overall high school women's recruit and she is balling uh she played at the same high school I think as Bronny James, I think that they were both recruited in um, to the USC programs. Um, and she's averaging like 28 and a half points a game through Ooh. three games this season. They opened the season playing number seven, Ohio State, and kind of blew them out. Like there was a little second half comeback, uh, but then we sort of cruised back, put the put the foot on the gas again and, and comfortably won by like nine. Um, USC looks really good this year. They are currently ranked somewhere in the top 10 to 15. I think we're like 11 right now or something like that. Um, but look for USC to be 10 and 0 when they face currently ranked number two UCLA on December 30th. And I like USC taking a big win and making a statement in a rivalry game. Although speaking of UCLA, if you're looking for some women's college hoops action this week and you're like, forget about this Black Friday football game, UCLA plays UConn, so it'll be a number two versus number eight coming up this Friday. UCLA has a six foot seven center who's averaging about 20 points and 11 rebounds, and she's shooting 78% from the field. Doesn't miss, folks. <laughs> it has a worse percentage from the free throw line than she does from the field because wow. she's shooting from four feet away. This is the USC. This is UCLA's center. UCLA's but... center. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I like stuff like that. Something specific to look forward to. Yeah, check her out. Her name is uh, Lauren Betts. No relation to Mookie. <laughs> who's also in Los Angeles. Who just happens to be there, too. Who, who happens to be and there. And who is definitely not six foot seven like she is. So, <laughs> uh, All right. So we've got football award winners. Could be Miles Garrett. We've got female announcers, hopefully, at OKC Thunder versus Sixers. Women's going, uh, Eric's going all in on women's college basketball. Curtis, hit right. us with yours. R- real short, real sweet. We're supposed to tell things here that we're looking forward to or something that, uh, you know, uh, we're going to watch this weekend or even do this weekend. So I'm going to tell you something I'm not going to do. 
I'm not watching stupid Black Friday football. It's not happening. There's too many football. They, it was perfect when they just had Monday and then Thanksgiving. It was beautiful and they've ruined it. Now there's football every fucking day and I hate it. <laughs> so uh, Dolphins at Jets, nothing. Nothing. Can't, can't talk you into a can't talk you into a QB three going to a starting quarterback who in his career has thrown for more interceptions and touchdowns. You cannot. On this, the team career, that we have put in as our last playoff team, by the way. By, by career, by career, I this goes back all the way through all five seasons of college. More wow. interceptions than touchdowns. Curtis, I thought you were I thought you were launching into a Black Friday is dumb. No, that no, these, all these no, Black Friday capitalism, having. baby. Let's wave the capitalism flag. Spin, well, spin, spin, consume, consume, consume. But I'm tired of football every day of the week. It's too much football. I am getting like a ton of promotions on the. Uh, oh, they're desperate. Amazon now, spent a lot of money on this. They're they're they and their numbers aren't looking great. So. And, and now with ESPN having their own sports book too, just getting inundated with everything. So Jets minus 10? Jets plus 10? Is that what we're saying? Jets plus 10? Yeah, I think they're going to cover it. You know? <laughs> I think I'm feeling it. The home team. Let's do the Jets. Let's do the... I, I hate this Black Friday football. So dumb. I'll tell you what. Black Friday rolls around. Uh... You know, You know there's going to be somebody out there in the same boat you know, with their parlay on Thursday blows up and they end up chasing you gotta make that. it back. They end up chasing that with betting on the Jets in Miami, you know. <laughs> the Jets third string QB to <laughs> to pull this out. Oh man. Well, let's hope that's none of us or all of us, so that we're in it together either way. And we will call it at that. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Hope it's a great one. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being you and until we speak again, stay James. Stay tuned next time when we break down the NFL's new proposed schedule involving only prime time and early morning Europe games. Don't tempt them. <laughs> <laughs>